Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. So what are we calling? <laughs> there used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. The Holiday Killer. Hey, welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron and I will produce this. Hello, I'm Ben. I'm your sunshine into Gotham, a.k.a. the reason y'all listen. And I'm Jake. <laughs> I'm the one that makes these crazy lists and uh, has his brother read Batman books with him. Great. If you're just tuning in, this is part two of episode 10, The Long Halloween. If you're just tuning in, go listen to the other episode because you have no idea what we're yeah, doing. absolutely. There's no clue. So uh, we're uh, three brothers. We do a podcast on Batman. We have theme beverages. We just kind of joke around. We have some good time. So you can read along with us as we go through. We are picking up on part two of the long halloween as i said and we are picking up in chapter eight which is mother's day this takes place after april fool's day which is where we left off in part one and we are introduced in the long halloween in the first half to a new killer that is terrorizing gotham called holiday the holiday killer the holiday season is still going on since every episode is a holiday so every part of the book so the holiday killer is terrorizing gotham a bunch of rogues villains have re shown up Poison Ivy, Catwoman, Joker, just to name a few. And we're introduced to some other people. We have met Harvey Dent, district attorney for the city of Gotham. And we've met Bruce and some other friends. And we're going to jump back in with Bruce and Batman trying to figure out what's going on with this holiday killer. And that's where we are. I loved this issue, Mother's Day gag, because Martha. The, the pearls. It re-references how he made her wear the it pearls. Did. It did. And he I killed did like, her. He did. He killed her. <laughs> oh, Ben admits it. I know. <laughs> I'm shook. I'm shook. He did Shake kill her. Shake it to the gore. Dear because- listeners, this is a momentous occasion on the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. Ben has admitted that it is Bruce's fault that Martha died. Oh, a thousand percent. But I will also admit that this is all tomfoolery. And it doesn't matter because in three issues, we're probably going to read that it didn't happen because continuity is bullcrap. Anyways, I'm very passionate. <laughs> but I, I, love no that they, I love that they brought back the pearls. I love that it got into his importance of um, whatever. So Bruce Wayne is being accused of being the holiday killer the holiday killer holiday killer and when he, um the police commissioner and harvey correct are both not commissioner gordon who is not yet a commissioner because it takes forever to be promoted in gotham city apparently him and dead well, are at, at least corrupt. two years uh, at least forever are at way manor and they're like blah 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 we want bruce blah 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 you alfred's like uh here. he ain't ever here dude yeah, Alfred's like, he has a life. Maybe you should get one. And also, his mom died. Be sensitive. It's Mother's Day. And Bruce is crying and tragic. And is her fear gas? Well, yeah. yeah. Bruce is going through <laughs> all of that because at the the beginning of the issue, uh, he somebody has uh, let Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow, out of Arkham. And uh, Batman has shown up to try to stop call, him. You know. <laughs> and there is a uh, scarecrow that is not Jonathan Crane, just a, mm-hmm. uh, a straw-filled 
Jade on a horse. Loves Jonathan Crane and his crane <laughs> dancing <laughs> and his ability to read a short story in two weeks. <laughs> yes, come through, Jonathan. <laughs> and, and Batman is once again struck with the fear gas. And once again, it takes I him down the like rabbit he's hole. He's going to have some long term effects. <laughs> yeah, he's struck g- by this fear gas like every freaking other book we're reading. He also spends 25 years dressed as a man in a bat suit. Like, he has some long term issues. <laughs> don't be jealous. Just get better. Without long term <laughs> issues, we don't have Batman. <laughs> well, there that's you know. true. So, so you're saying that he, that Harvey and Gordon are kind of going after him. Um, Yes, and Alfred is like, back up off. It's Mother's Day. He needs to be in himself today. He can't be dealing with your shenanigans. He loved his mom. He killed her. We don't talk about it. (laughs) So that's where we're at. But yeah, Alfred's covering up, but Bruce is basically like trying to fight through this toxins. And when they when they do find him at the gravesite of weeping, weeping. On Martha's right. gravestone, uh, they chase him through Gotham, and you know he bolts and, and runs and mm-hmm. uses his Batman mm-hmm. training to try to elude the police, uh, jumping across rooftops and that kind of stuff. Well, what I thought was was interesting is we read uh, Gotham by Gaslight while he's on trial for being Jack the Ripper, so he's on trial again for the Holiday murders in this. So I thought that was a good correlation and similarity between that book yeah i was like hold on how many times is he on trial i was like hold up only once because elseworlds but that wasn't cool well yeah i thought about it but he was also accused in year one of being batman by gordon and well guess what he is batman (laughs) spoiler alert i mean gordon is not an idiot like he kind of has an idea of what's going on Well, aren't we reading this like gordon knows from year yeah, one, we have to so is he? Is Gordon? Oh my god, this picture of me is cute as hell. Sorry, I just took a really cute picture of myself. I'm gonna put it on the Instagram Brotherhood of Batman. Follow us. But, it, but it's, if we are, <laughs> if we are reading this as, <laughs> Jesus if we are reading this like Gordon knows, now Gordon <laughs> has to go to his friend's house and accuse him of being a killer. He is pressured by the rest of the, the police department and Harvey Dent to arrest uh, Bruce Wayne for these murders. Maybe in the back of Gordon's mind, he's like, okay, well, I know Bruce has been trying to do good. He's been fighting the good fight. He dresses up like a bat and punches criminals in the face every night. Maybe he has taken one step too far and started murdering all these gangsters. Because at this point in the story, the only people that have died have been guilty members of the Falcone family. There there aren't innocent lives at risk in the holiday killer's holiday plans. Holiday killer. Right. Um, and so is Gordon torn on his... I mean, he definitely stops the the police from, from opening fire on Bruce when he runs. Right. Maybe Batman has <sighs> stepped over that line and I can help him by bringing him in and, and getting him help. Um, if he stops running away from me. Gordon is maybe taking that stance that, you know what, we've got a lot less crime from these uh, mob families because they're all being killed. So he's like, it's not all that bad, possibly. So, yeah, they still want to find it, and they, I don't know if Gordon so much suspects Bruce as Harvey is suspecting Bruce at that point. Yeah. But, yeah. But the, the the pack that Harvey, Gordon, and Batman made on the rooftop is to put the the Falcone family out of business once and for all. Mm-hmm. 
and Gordon's like, we're well, going to do it. They you, do. We, no. can, <laughs> we can bend the rules, but we're not going to break them. And Gordon's very adamant about that. Mm-hmm. And now somebody is breaking the rules after they've made this pact that, mm-hmm. you know, Gordon's got to stop whoever it is because it's murder. It's it's not bringing them to justice. Gordon is a good cop, and that is rare in Gotham. But I feel like Gordon is constantly conflicted. He's a very well-rounded character in the books that we've read so far. Oh, Even agree. if his well-roundedness leads to him jumping around in alleyways with sluts, you know, sometimes it happens. Uh, so we go into, uh, I mean, we talk about them trying to bring down Falcone. Well, we've got, we got a flashback uh, episode or a flashback scene in, in Father's Day episode. We find out that Falcone brought the older, the elder Falcone brought Carmine, the Roman, as a child or teenager or a young man, whatever, to Thomas uh, Wayne to have Thomas was a surgeon to get him fixed. He was injured. He to was save shot his life. Yeah. To save his life. So Thomas saves Falcone's life. So there is a tie to the Waynes and the Falcones there. Gordon and Dent find that out. And so that could lead to some of the speculation on why Bruce was then arrested as being like the holiday killer or being tied the holiday to the killer. Yeah, that's that's the connection that Harvey uncovers that makes him suspect of of Bruce Wayne that Thomas Wayne and um, Falcone's father were connected at one point in time. I I love the fact, and you know, you look at the calendar and you don't. I didn't realize it, thinking about the holidays and how they they land. But Mother's Day is one month, and Father's Day is immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the next. Yeah next direct one to do those two stories back to back in a batman story like it's really good storytelling like it really let there be a heart in this story it it went from batman being a detective and there being super villains to putting an evolution and some deeper rooted feeling behind batman for this story are we still talking about april fool's day or did that end in the last one? Oh my god that ended in the last one you can bring something up. I just wanted to you. say one thing I appreciated. I'm sorry. I was just posting on our Instagram, the Brotherhood of Batman, because <laughs> I get crap for never doing that. So I put up a really cute picture of myself. Go like it. <laughs> um, it's me what and all our new tech. It's literally just me being cute, but whatever. At the end of April Fool's Day, or at the majority of April Fool's Day, they recapped with all the potential what could be happening. And I really liked that. It was really hopeful because that was the first book I read (laughs) soberly the morning after I was reading not soberly. And it was so delightful to be like, oh, these are all the possibilities. It was a good recap and reminder of who all the characters were and what their motives were. I was like, thank you for putting this here because I have no idea what's happening. And so it was really nice to see that. No, that's why that's a good segue into the second half. Yeah. And we're reading this in trade paperback or hardback form. But these books were released once a month for a year. Were they part of something or were they just their own special? It was its own special long Halloween um, standalone story. So if you were reading these from month to month, just like uh, Ben, when we were reading comics on a monthly basis, there are a lot of of strings placed out on the table for who the holiday is, why they're doing it. And Riddler does a great job and it was a, a good place to end the first um first episode because 
he gives all of the options of who Holiday could, who had the motive to do it, who but had the, the ability to do it. he doesn't give all of them. But all also, of them. not to spoil things for three seasons from now, seven seasons from now, however many seasons we do, Jeff Loeb likes the Riddler. He does. And Jeff Loeb also created Hush. One of the things that we all <laughs> liked about uh, the current Tom King run during the yeah. wedding is Alfred's reflection on how he feels about Bruce and how Bruce feels about him. And I really liked on Father's Day, in the Father's Day chapter, how Alfred, when left alone in the hallway, reflects on if he had been a better father to Mm -hmm. Bruce. That was was after Bruce got acquitted. Yes. So Bruce did get acquitted. He's obviously not the holiday killer. Otherwise, he got acquitted super fast, right? Yeah. Dent starts going downhill. Yeah. Dent has a hard time dealing with the fact that he couldn't uh, convict Bruce. Um, we find out the Mad Hatter's back. He's yes. working with Scarecrow and Falcone. Uh, and then you're talking about Alfred. That, that was a great couple pages there where Alfred's like, man, if I had maybe been a better father figure to Bruce, things may have ended differently. Um, yeah. And Bruce, like, sitting on the stairwell, looking down into his father's house the mm-hmm. way he did as a child. Like, yeah. the, This the book whole... was very repetitive. You kept saying, like, my father's house like he says my father's house like every issue he says well it was like a 42 issue book that people are gonna forget oh my god it was so many issues it was 13 but like he says that but then he also falcone or roman right or whoever, they give he's this, like the titles the same yes, way the titles, every time it's great it was helpful but when i was reading it really quick drug ben was helpful <laughs> i was sober but i'm not smart so i don't remember things but like when you're reading it back to back to back, it's like, okay, I heard this like literally 20 pages ago. And I, I don't think that's a storytelling um, tool that they use as often anymore. We're going to also talk about on the in the Father's Day issue how Dent goes to visit his own father. Yes. Which um, is a very key moment in the uh, Harvey Dent storyline. That they just kind of skimmed over and referenced in this one. Okay. Um, if you read the retelling of his origin story in Eye of the Beholder, um, he actually there's a scene where he goes to visit his father who is in a retirement home and his father was very abusive and he was an alcoholic and he he beat on Harvey and he beat on Harvey's mother and, and Harvey hates him and, and doesn't want anything to do with him, but he feels obliged to go to him on Father's Day. And his father gives him a gift. And the only thing that his father's ever given to him other than a beating is, is a coin. Is yeah. a silver dollar. Oh, he does mention that. Also, and, I well, am and tired when... of seeing all these damn ties be opened. How many freaking ties did we see get opened in that It's issue? the traditional, you don't know what to get somebody on Father's Day. You give them a tie. It's Didn't you ever give dad a tie? Disingenuous. No. Because our dad cared about coffee mugs. But I, I think that's know. the point is it's disingenuous. Like, yeah. uh, Sophia Falcone gives well, on, Carmine on one. On Valentine's Day, they all, like, forget about their wives and, and they get, get them a the box of candy. Box because of women don't matter in these comic books. Well, there's some pretty no. strong female characters in this one, Ben. I, feel like. I literally only say things to piss Jake off. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it works so well. He just, he like pauses, and then he makes a facial reaction, and then he composes himself. It's this whole thing every time. Every time. Harvey, when he, after he visits his dad, he's in the basement, and Gilda comes down to see him, and he is in the dark, in a chair, half 
half cast. Oh in my shadows. god! Yeah, he's in half. shadows. He's holding. Gilda. Yeah, he's holding the silver dollar. Episodes. Well, and I thought it That's was interesting one. that I mean, uh, he starts going over and he's twirling the coin in his hand, and yeah. it was like it. Fl- it's like they flipped a coin. Heads he wins, tails I lose. When he's talking about Bruce being acquitted and. And Bruce Wayne, with all his money, his good family name, goes back to his high society, leaving the rest of us to take care of what needs to be done. And he's holding the coin in his hand, and he's just, Gilda's over there kind of watching him, and Harvey's just slipping. He's he slipping is. Down. Yeah, he's spent the better part of a year trying to take down, in a legal way, both the Falcone family and the Holiday Killer, he's ruined. His reputation's being ruined as being a good attorney. He's he's at a loss, and his psyche is starting to break. Yeah. When did it start to break, though? Because I think that's something really huge about this story. Are we, when do, when do you are think we getting it into it? Are we getting into Harvey? Well, we're, we're going into Independence Day, and we get the coroner killed, the coroner that... The first yeah, innocent the fir- person. Mm-hmm. The first thing that starts to throw sh- uh, suspicion on different people because it's like, why is this not just the family? Why is this going into right. other mm-hmm. things? Why kill a coroner? Are you trying to hide something? Right. Ooh, we just got a new follower on Instagram. Shout out to that person. I'm not giving you that much credit, but thank you. We appreciate you. So the Independence Day issue deals a lot with uh, Batman Catwoman again. Yeah. Um, and but Selena <laughs> wants Bruce to let everything go and leave Gotham, yeah. which is, I mean, we're talking about, I don't know how much of that we want to like emphasize because that's really not fitting with the storyline, but are they together? Is this a thing? After Selena tries to get Bruce to do that, Catwoman also does. Oh, Batman. they say the same thing. They they say Catwoman and Selena say a same line or something. It's very similar, but Catwoman wants to to run away and do whatever they want, and Selena wants to leave and ex- something like leave and escape. No, or... there's like a specific reference that's the same. Oh, let it go. That's what it. Yeah. Or to let go. Can you you know, are you able to let go? Yes. Of what yeah. what you're doing. And it and... made me think very much of the 1992 Batman with the mistletoe, but that was more of like a. Where they like realize who one another was. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't write that in a note, but I remember reading this. In every great Batman and Catwoman story, you get a dance sequence. They're always at a gala gala, and they always end up dancing. They did in the beginning at the mm-hmm. wedding. Uh, they do in the the '89 or the '92. Yeah, the '92 Batman Returns movie. They do in uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Every time they they always have this and. It's is, very on the nose, like the Batman Catwoman relationship is a dance. A dance. Yeah. So, is that in the uh, animated series? Do they have a similar relationship going on there? Honestly, not uh, really. No, the animated series was chock full of strong female characters: Baby Doll, <laughs> Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, Andrea Beaumont, Andrea Beaumont, um, Batgirl, Renee Montoya. It had so many good, strong female characters. That I didn't give a crap about Catwoman as a kid. She was very underplayed in the series. I didn't care about her at all. But there is references, especially an episode that we will make you watch very soon. That we've referenced very many times called Almost Got Him, where they do allude to there being a a romantic connection between the two of them. Uh, So, but it's it's underplayed, and and I would like to 
go back through the Catwoman episodes and yeah. find out if they ever do do it'd a be, dance. It'd be cool to just watch the Catwoman episodes and see what the what the relationships maybe yeah, like because it's very confusing on the comic books. Um, the the last line of this issue, Independence Day, um, after both Selina and Catwoman have tried to get Bruce and Batman to run mm-hmm. away with her, he's not able to let go. Uh, and he stay, says that that's the price of independence. And oh, okay. It's the 4th of July, yeah. but it's his independence right. to be Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's some good some good uh, similarities and some good uh, play on words going on there. All right, so that takes us into issue 11. And issue Roman 11 is holiday. a big issue. Oh, We're yeah. going to take a brief uh, interlude for some beverages. I have a new beverage that I'm going to put together for this second part of uh, the episode. We're going to go into our tail end here of season one. Uh, so if you want to hang on, get yourself a new beverage. It's we're getting exciting. And we're going to be introduced to, I think I think this guy might be Jake's favorite villain, but, you know, I don't know. All right, we will see. We will catch back up in about five seconds. One, two, three, four, four two, five. Two. Hey, hope you got a new drink. Jake, do you got a new beverage for us for this part of the episode? I did, and uh, we'll share um, pictures of all of our new beverages for this episode. I am drinking, I think, Aaron, you, you called it a, a snake bite? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Um, I, a play on the, the, the black and tan yep. beer. Uh, so it's a, a heavy beer floated, or a, a dark beer floated on top of a light beer. Uh, so it's split down the middle. Gee, why? I don't know. Cause what, I... what do you think of it, Jake? Uh, it's actually pretty good. I don't. I don't like. I don't like Guinness uh, a lot. Uh, Guinness over an Angry Orchard um, cider. Cider. Yeah. And it's much tastier than uh, I. I've had Black and Tans before, where it's Guinness on like a lager, and I I like the sweetness that the cider offers. That's 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 so much better. I didn't have a drink this time, but Jake made me a shot. Actually, he made me two shots because the theme of this episode is two. And they were delicious and beautiful, and you'll see them. Oh, on so this is part two of part two. Yeah. And, uh, oh. To give the <laughs> the shot that Ben and I shared a a name, it's called Acid to the Face. Oh, I don't know why he named it that. It's nothing new with it's, anything. It's not nice. Um. Well, I put together another beverage. Mine uh is uh, vodka and club soda, but I've added some antacids. Because uh, you were complaining about a stomach. I, my ache stomach earlier. was hurting, yeah. so I grabbed some uh some tums and uh. Had a few of those, and we'll, I'm uh, sure editing this a, podcast gives you a lot of ulcers. It, it, it he's does. A storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, well, anyway, I like my props with my beverages. So, so yeah. let's. So I've added some sweet tarts, which are my antacids to my uh, to my beverage. There. Let's get into it, y'all. Right. I think the big thing that we need to take from this last part: you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So, who are we talking about there, Jake and Ben? Ben, what are we talking about? Harvey Dent. We were talking about that court scene. So I went into this literally knowing what's going to happen. I was so, for lack of a better term, gagged. I I was literally like, what's going to happen? I know what's going to happen, but how is it going to happen? Is it going to be good? And I was ready to be disappointed. I was literally going into this being like, Jake's going to let me down again. And then, (laughs) sure enough, it, like... I saw the dude, the little assistant guy, give the bad guy Vernon. the bottle. Vernon gives Maroney a bottle of, of ant acid. I'm like, that ain't no ant acid. That's just straight up acid. <laughs> and I was like, what gonna happen? Stop him! Stop 
him because Gordon had already patted him down. Gordon had straight up done the pat pat and they were like, he's clear. He's good to go. And then they're like, nope, nope. Oh, you got some, you got some ulcers. And then I knew it was definitely going to happen because then later he says something about his ulcer and Harvey's like, ulcer? As in, I ain't never heard about this. I'm like, yeah, no, I know you had it, but your assistant thought you had and your assistant's going to give some antacid, which means your assistant tried to kill you. It was too much, listeners. Too much? You can't give too, it. Too. You can't give it! It's a lot. Too much. Yeah. So he threw the acid. They scream. It was beautifully written. You didn't see the burn, but you saw his hand on his face. It was yeah, all dramatic. Yeah, he's writhing on the floor. It, it was really well done. Yeah. I and really... the, the last line is, I'll never forget the sounds of his screams because Bruce has put himself in disguise. Yes, who's in the, the disguise? What was that guy's name that he disguised as? Wasn't that his alter ego? Oh, that Matches yeah. Malone? Yeah, was it kind of looks like Matches. It looked like was Matches. It, matches? it looked like Matches. But right. he would have had a match in his mouth if it was Matches. That's true. But they didn't well, do a lot of zoom in on him. But he was matches. definitely in disguise in the back <laughs> of the court. That's fine, but matches are no. <laughs> Bananas are good, too, in court, but no matches. Guys, I was shooketh. <laughs> I, I I knew it was coming. I didn't know. Is this a is the Two-Face birth story told in other books? Yes. Is it the same? Is it happened in court? Yes. Okay, I feel so, like it did even in the movies that we've seen. Well, ah. the movie, it happened in a warehouse where he was captured and he was yes. held prisoner. And that's, but but in, the original movie series. Now, in the uh, in the Dark Knight movie, in the, the beginning of the movie, when Dent is in the court, he's grilling somebody to turn them, to turn over Maroney. on top that was Maroney. Here, here we go. If you want to kill a public servant, Mr. Maroney, I recommend you buy American. He's trying, and so everybody who knew the origin of Two Face is like, "Oh my God, oh, he's going to be gonna turned to Two Face right okay. away, and it's going to okay. it's going to immediately happen because it always has happened in a courtroom. That was it's always so been Maroni dramatic. throwing acid. It in happened face. in a courtroom in the original Batman movies, right? The Tim Burton movies. He's not turned into Two Face in the Tim Burton movies. Whoa, 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 whoa! The series, so which led to the nipple ones yeah and so in uh batman forever with tommy lee jones that was a courtroom flashback is in a courtroom right 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 with uh, acid. i don't know that if i don't know i can't remember if it's maroni i'm sure it's so not. long since i've seen that movie yeah so we need to... oh my uh, god we should watch them in the Let's animated series it's another crime <laughs> boss that causes it but it's not a courtroom uh, yeah it is aaron jake can we please just watch the cartoon it's so good does it happen in the cartoon it does. That That's what he so, literally just I didn't hear. said. I was adding more an acid to my drink. <laughs> ben was telling us uh, either earlier part this of this part or Pamela part Isley. One, yeah, that, yeah. That Harvey Dent was teased in the animated series for several a episodes. Couple, yeah, we get him. If and then he's given a two-part origin story. Uh, two-part, obviously. Two-part origin story to turn into <laughs> to Two Face. Um, what? And what we led He to, has guys. a girlfriend or fiance. In that, yes. Who uh, I they would changed like the name in the say. animated series. Yeah, they did because she ain't the same person. Yes. Because I thought you just said she ate the same person. I was like, wait she, a second. I said ain't ain't the same person. Oh, fair enough. No, um, she was delightful. She loved him. So I've read this book, The Long Halloween, half a dozen times easily. Oh my god, and it's so long. Though. The the two page spread. <laughs> <laughs> of the courtroom scene in issue 11 when you open it up and it's not the first page of issue 11 but it's it's very very early on it's two page spread harvey's standing in front of everybody you have the falcone family tree on 
the easel behind him. You can see in the very back corner Bruce Wayne in disguise um, in the audience. And Falcone, Maroney. There's some weird people in the audience. Yes, that one. Yeah, there's everybody's a lot there. Going on. Like, there's a lot going on in the spread. I I am known for not being super over dramatic about things, guys. But in when I open these pages in this trade paperback, I literally feel a little heart flutter. Like I know what's coming. I know, but that two page spread as a Batman fan gets me excited for what's about to happen. All right, so I've given you a lot of crap, but I'm gonna say I felt it as well. <laughs> I, I, I knew I, something oh. was coming, but I didn't know every time it happened in court. So coming in at that angle, I was like, I know he's calling Maroney to the stand. I know something is going to go down. We're awful far into this book for Two-Face not to have shown up. I read it once before, and I, I, I own this, was, I own this trade, there, and I knew so. it was coming. I just couldn't remember right. when. And also, um, the copy you have, Aaron, has a different cover. You just have Batman. My cover has Two-Face on it. Oh, okay. So even though Jake has been talking about it forever that we're getting a two-face introduction with this. Even without that, I knew it was happening from the cover. Yeah. Um, well, and can, we, let's, can we go back like five minutes? Absolutely. So we get, uh, in this beginning of this chapter, we get Harvey talking to Gilda, who has uncovered that Harvey has brought home some evidence, is what Harvey has said, mm-hmm. that he has brought home some of his work, which was a twenty-two with some filed-off numbers. He's like, I'm just uh, attorney. I, I always do this. I have a lot of questions. Since when do you bring home evidence from the office? I have what are you so asking me? I'm just a attorney. I do it all the time. <laughs> all the time? Once a month? Like, I don't understand. Oh, once a month would probably month. be about right. <laughs> That's the joke. Like, I I have so many questions, and I just want to get to the end so I can ask my questions. <laughs> we uh, referenced in the part one uh, Solomon Gun- Grundy. And- Solomon Gundy coming out next fall. Solomon Gundy. Shut up. Solomon <laughs> Grundy. I can't only make fun of Jake. Yes, you can. <laughs> I am very fine with it. Uh, so after Harvey um, turns into Two-Face in the court, he kind of finally snaps. I'm sorry. Was that the reveal? Did you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> We've been like tiptoeing no, around it for. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. we did. Well, yeah. spoiler. <laughs> so he's shot in the face with acid. In although the the courtroom scene Who doesn't looks great, the shot to the face though. But the the panel of the acid actually coming out actually. of the acid <laughs> bottle, and the look on Harvey's face, like he's as dumbfounded as we know what's about to happen to him. It was good. I I I, I can try to not like this book <laughs> i can come at it for the art i can come at it for selena kyle making no god darn sense but that scene was everything it needed to be so i'm into it but i do have a lot of questions i have a lot of questions i don't think i understand i don't think i understand so getting the ass in the face breaks him finally it finally snaps he was on his way he was on the way from but how on the way he nothing was going his way was he holiday was he enjoying the holiday season holiday Holiday season season. no was he holiday okay okay so he's two-faced we get it he's two-faced and then hello microphone and then there are then we find out that holiday is one of the guys in the falcone or ramoni i don't know ramoni momo 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 so's family um, some mob person was 
actually a holiday, even though they supposedly was, died. Supposedly, it was the Alberto. son, Alberto yeah. Falcone. Alberto is a lovely name, but he, he never got dead. any love from no Roman. Love. No love. No love. And he is taking on the mantle of being the holiday killer. That's fine. But then we find out that Harvey was also doing it. What does that mean? Who killed who, when, why? Was Harvey like secretly So we're repressed? jumping over to face the have... end of the book. No, we have to talk about it. <laughs> we do. Aaron wants this to be no, short. No, no, I'm no. trying to self-edit. No, we, we got to get there. We're not there yet. We gotta... What else do we have to talk about? So, so Dent kills his doctor. He kills his doctor. The night that he's taken to the hospital after getting hit in the acid with the face. And hit in the acid with the face. What did I say? Yep, got hit say? in the acid with the face. Shit. Is that That's what, what Jake said. <laughs> Listen in, viewers, to get head in the acid with the face. No, you're not. After being acided in the face. Face in the acid. Yep. Uh, he <laughs> he murders his doctor and escapes. And I don't even know where to go from there. The, the question is, if he hadn't broken that night in the comics, if, if he hadn't gone crazy after knowing what had happened to him and screaming and... and, and Losing everything that he had had, could the doctors have saved him in that moment if he hadn't? No, because he was already no. a killer. He was already, he was already gone. Okay, right? Was he already killing? Do we know. know? We'll talk about it at no. the end of the book. No, this is the end of the book. Okay, There's two more issues. No, gosh. So he meets up with Solomon Gun- Grundy. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Solomon. Face to the acid, Solomon, Solomon Gundy. Gundy. Solomon Grundy. I would just like to remind everyone that I'm the only brother who has any concept of what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're welcome. You can tune into our Instagram to see cute pictures of me. It's Brotherhood of Batman on Instagram. All right. So he does meet up with Grundy in the sewer after being on the run for a month because it's the next issue. Yeah. And they comment that he's And that is why his face looks messed up. It's also a lot like another villain that we'll eventually read about later. Named Hush, who was also created by Jeff Loeb. I mentioned so, in part one, I think, when we first met Solomon Grundy. Grundy. Gundy. 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 <laughs> Gundy. Gundy. I think he, you asked Gundy. why he was brought into it, and I, I feel like it was leading up to Harvey or Two Face meeting with him and finding out. Mating with him? They have <laughs> babies? They said the meeting. Mating. <laughs> No more acid to the face for you. <laughs> I'm living my best life. <laughs> Aaron, you were saying. I don't even know what I was saying. That the reason that they put oh, Rundy. They, they put him in so that Harvey <laughs> can make that connection with Lost Soul. With somebody that's been outcast that has nowhere else to go. Yeah. And, and that doesn't know himself or where he should be. Yeah. Right. Or what he's become or what he's turned into as a result of the acid to the face, Ben. Uh, the moment that that Harvey is lost is also the moment um, that Gordon really starts to show that he is viewing Batman differently now. Mm-hmm. After yeah. the year that they've spent trying to track down the holiday killer and the, the, holiday year, killer. the year that they've been oh, trying to take down all of these crime people, <laughs> Batman and Gordon and Dent, they all built this alliance together. And yeah. Batman off and Gordon, screen, off panel. No, that we didn't, wouldn't actually happen on panel. We didn't see no Dent. 
No, that actually did happen in the book. Yeah, Ooh, the first book we read. No, so what I the parts that you were yeah, too drunk happened. to remember. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. They connected no. a few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. this there's a bromance. Going this on. not <laughs> only this book not only changed the face of Gotham City by <laughs> unraveling the crime families and and disposing of them. Thank God. Yeah, well, the Maronis and the Falcones, man, they really got hit hard. Falcone yeah. gets killed. Bye. Maroni gets killed. Well, you right. be a bitch, you die yeah. like a bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye. Yeah, like it, it was. I mean, so, so after Grundy, uh, Dent ends up collecting the rest of the villains, and he goes after okay. Falcone. Can we talk way. about that? So it was a beautiful, beautiful two-page spread splash page if you will of harvey hidden behind this desk in darkness all you see is like his eyes and you see all of we the haven't top, seen him out of bandage yet you see all the top tier villains that we've met thus far the a-listers if all you will of them that we've met i wonder why we've met them all so far oh yeah jake plans shit Whoa! but i would also like to add out that who's not in the room he- Hugo Strange is not in the room because he's Hugo dead. He's garbage. He's dead. Garbage. Garbage. He was impaled. Let me tell you something. why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a super He's villain. dead. He's a dead non-super villain. And the villain. mafia is not there either because they're all dead too. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go. What I was going to say is, my problem with this scene is, why the F is the penguin there? Because <laughs> the penguin was not in the rest of this book. Well, it, he he's there. I'll tell you why he's there. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. No, no, he is. You ask why he's there. He's there because Harvey, or Two-Face, went to Arkham, and he went systematically down the line of villains and flipped a coin and decided, based on the coin flip, whether he was going to free them or not. Is that real? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Yes, it's in the book. He freed uh... all the villains based on the coin flip. He gets to the calendar man, flips the coin, and it's like, it's not your day, or whatever the hell he said. Oh, I thought it was he was going to kill the calendar man. No, he was freeing him. You see the unknown person that's Joker's cell. You see... Uh... Um, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You see everyone else's cell that's opened, and so he must have gone... Yeah, I do think it's stupid that they had Penguin as a pictorial representation. In the middle of the page! Because he didn't show up anywhere in there. I was expecting... You know, I had made notes about... Or I pulled sound clips about Penguin, thinking, oh, Penguin's in this. Right, because Jake told us he was, because Jake... Well, he is technically in it. He's not in it in it, but he's in it. He has no lines of dialogue. No. But I think that's why Penguin's in it. That's my impression. Yeah, no, I, I'm into it. It makes sense for a, we want a big impressive page of all these villains that you know. These recognizable scary faces that mean a lot to the Batman continuity. And behind them is this looming figure. And then he stands up and he's two-faced. And I'm like, oh, and it's very, it's a lot. I actually didn't even lot. see him in that first page. So then I turn the book and then he's there talking. I'm like, the heck? And I flip back. I'm like, oh, there are his beady ass little eyes. It was it was good. It was a good moment. One's beady, one's bug eyed. Bug eyed. <laughs> There's some I, I like how he's been depicted in here art style wise. I thought they did a really great job of drawing him. Of melting away his face. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. 
Yeah, I mean it's it's a scary version. It's it's a scarred, melted face. It's not well. It's scarred because he was living in the damn sewers with Salman Grundy, born on a Monday for a yeah. month when he could have been getting yeah. medical healing. Probably got infected and he you probably know. picked at it. <laughs> Salman Grundy itchy, probably itchy, picked itchy. at it. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so this was a fun episode. So. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> After Maroney throws the acid in Dent's face, they arrest him. Actually, try to kill him. The guards of the... Maroney. Yeah, they, they try to shoot Maroney, and he, he survives. And he so, survives three bullets. Why not two? Because it's it's two that ends up killing him. But um, So, Gordon and Batman decide that they need to move Maroney because the holiday... They, they assume that he's going to be the next holiday victim. And so they're moving them through the sewers, and uh, there's an interaction. The the, the holiday killer the holiday shoots the killer. guard that's ex- escorting Maroney, and then punches out Gordon. And Gordon finds his flashlight, and he shines it up, and it's Alberto Falcone, somebody that we had assumed that was dead. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to interrupt you. I am interrupting you. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who it was when they showed him. I thought it was the... Um, because it's not like a known character outside of the book. I thought it was um, Harvey Dent's assistant. Yeah, Vernon. Because he was clearly bad from the antacid incident. Right. So I, when right. they showed him, I was like, oh, I thought his hair was darker. But I guess in the sewer it looks, you know, or I thought his hair was lighter. So I was thrown. So it took like four or five pages into that issue for them to say who it was. I was like, oh, I get that. I remember that. But like in the moment... I was like, okay, yeah, no, I knew it was him. Great. Like, it was, it threw me a little bit because of the art. Yeah. Is that fair? Like, does that make sense? I think so. And if you had definitely been reading these issues, like, Alberto died on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, Quote, unquote, died. Um, He, we assumed that he was dead and we hadn't seen Mm -hmm. from him. But apparently, Falcone maybe was hiding his son's death. We're not exactly sure. Yeah, we're not totally sure. But uh, Alberto confesses very quickly and very boldly that he is the holiday killer. The holiday killer. He has a quote. Although Ben says that he... (laughs) He's an unknown, and and he's kind of the the surprise villain of this book. Um, his quote, I think, kind of sums up where this book leads us mm-hmm. into future Batman stories. And it's, you thought Gotham City was synonymous with organized crime, but Gotham City has changed. It doesn't want your kind anymore. Now look at me. I'm bigger than all of you put together. I am Holiday. Mm-hmm. And... It's the evolution of a member of a crime family becoming a supervillain, becoming well, a costume Well, and he finally character. gained his dad's respect. He did. Yeah. He gained his dad's respect. Although dad was, it, wasn't it wasn't able to live long because when Dent and his army of freaks shows up in Falcone's office... Uh, Falcone doesn't end up on the right side of the coin flip. Well, and he doesn't. And that page is like it's like smoked out. I would that's how I kind of describe thought of describing the art style. It was, it was like it wasn't quite black and white, but it was more smoked out in the terms of like a smoky haze of like dust and uh, whatever going on. And you see Two Face standing over Falcone's body as he kills him. 
yeah, I, those pa- that page, that spread there, I thought that was good. Uh, I thought that was a great way to tie in that Harvey is finally fully committed to his alternative persona. And- okay, so can we get to, like, was he killing people before he was Two-Face? So he admits to Batman and Gordon and lets them arrest him that he killed two people tonight. He killed them to end their promise and to fulfill what they had decided to do. He killed the mob person. He kills and Falcone and Vernon. Oh, <laughs> and Harvey Dent a um, month ago. But but did he kill anyone before that? Was he Holiday? Am I dumb? Do I not no, get it? So no, at, you're not dumb. No, no, I, you're not. And I don't know that, that you're actually giving an answer. So at the end of the book... Um, Harvey reveals while he's letting Gordon and Batman arrest him on the rooftop where they made the promise together. He reveals to them. How romantic. Did you know that there were actually two holiday killers? Holiday killers. And they, okay, so they interpret it as. He was one of them. As Alberto. He was one of them because he killed on the last holiday. Yes. Oh, so he wasn't going around murdering anyone before. Was he the only one, Ben? No, 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 was no, no. He? We know there was something else happening, but right. I didn't. I was shook, shook to my core. But anyways, we're not there yet. So then at the very end. <laughs> I don't end, know why I was. I shouldn't have been. The epilogue of the final issue shows us Gilda Dent. Gilda. Confessing to herself and the furnace as she burns a trench coat. Burns everything. The, burns. the hat, the, the baby nipples, all of that. She confesses that Gilda with the baby nipples. Gilda, Gilda, Gilda the holiday killer. She confesses that if spoiler if the Falcone <laughs> family didn't exist, Harvey could be home more. Alberto confesses to being the holiday, right? So it's it's put to rest. It's done. But then Two Face is also okay. Was he though, or was it just Gilda? I'm very. I don't think it was Alberto at all. I don't think it was Alberto until the very last. Was it just Gilda? I think think it was Gilda, and then Two Face for two of them, and I think Alberto shows up to kill the guy at the end and fails. No, he kills Maroni. Maroni dies. Oh, so he he kills Maroni. So there's three. There's three three. holiday killers, and I can tell you how to how to solve the mystery. All right, Jake. Tell us. So Gilda confesses to starting it off with Johnny Vita in the at the wedding, right? Okay. If you look at every murder scene going forward, which she tells us happens. Yeah, she tells you that she started uh, on uh, oh, 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 on, on Halloween. End. Okay. So how, what do you, how do we during see her it? confession she sees it? So if you go back and you look at the murder scenes, the murderer for the first three murders is right-handed. The New Year's Eve murder, which is the fourth murder, is Alberto shooting himself. Right? Alberto frames his own murder. He He shoots himself. Shoots at himself. He tries to disappear. He tries to get Uh away from his father because he's he's not left handed. Okay. So he fakes it. You don't see a hand. All you Uh, see is the gun that is shooting. You don't see any hand holding the gun. All right. Okay. (laughs) Continue. No, I'm like I'm I'm like into this, yeah. So the Why first the three hell murders, did we get to this an hour ago? Thank you for uh, staying no, with us. Hours and so the first Halloween killer. I'm trying. The first Halloween. <laughs> the first. <laughs> the holiday killer. Go back and look at it. The I'm first. Going. The first murder on Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas are all performed by a left-handed murderer. I can't 
find the pages. There's too many pages. And I'll then on New Year's, I'll go back and look. you don't see a hand holding the gun because it's actually Alberto pointed it at himself or pointed it up in the sky to okay. cover it up. Great. Starting on Valentine's Day, okay. the fifth yeah. murder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a left-handed killer. So wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So why does it change? Because it's no longer Gilda. So she only does the first Harvey. three? Because starting on Valentine's Day, it becomes multiple murders. They're killing all off all the rest of the people, and it switches to a Moroni attack. Then I'm pretty sure it becomes Harvey at that point. That's confusing. Uh. So Harvey's killing people before he's two-faced. And then... After that, you get Guys, this is you get two deep. left-handed murders, and then a right-handed murder, and it goes back to left-handed. So I'm very impressed. Gilda, yeah, I am Harvey, impressed. But very also, well I got no time for that. Well, no, seriously, well done on. You know, that out, you looked that up. Don't. Did you look that up? Oh, no. he's so offended. No, I've read this book enough to notice. No, I am impressed. If you if you pick that shit up, general I didn't listeners, pick that up. I'm very impressed with Jake's ability to find that online as well. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm impressed. No, I, I... He's so sad. He hates me a lot. You invited <laughs> me to this podcast. <laughs> no, that's... that's. But it doesn't answer my question. I just want to know who did it. So at the point that Harvey takes Harvey. over the killings is that's the right. same chapter that Harvey starts to show a break in his psyche, This that he starts to show a darker side of himself. And it's the same issue that Gilda turns to him and asks... Why is your hair wet when you were wearing a hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so do they not know that the other one's doing it? That's I Gilda think, does. I, I think, think that's what happens when she confronts him in the basement about why he's why he has so a gun in the basement. She's mad that he's bringing she it. She knows she wants to share it with him. She wants him to confess so they can move forward, and he's locked up in his head and he can't yeah. do it. Really? She, she's the crazier one at that point. Oh no, no, yeah, probably. Because he's torn. But I wow. don't know. I don't know. So the book leaves us with actually not knowing who So was do we the ever get back to Gilda? Well, dear listeners, oh. there is a sequel to this book. Uh, God damn it. Well, before we get there, I, I want to play you a little bit. So take your hand. Harvey Dent believes in two things. <laughs> Justice and Gotham City. This is why I believe in Harvey Dent. And why I think you should too. Do you believe in Harvey Dent, Jake? I believe that Harvey Dent is one of my most favorite Batman villains and probably one of the most perfect ones. Okay, first of all, that's subjective. Second of all, I love how much they talked about I believe in Gotham City. I, I, I believe like in that Commissioner opinion. Gordon. They talked about those things a lot, this book, and I, it gave me those feels to that movie, so for sure. All right, well, this was really fun. Um, let's What's get the, the answer to the yeah, trivia the question. To the trivia. Oh, I asked you guys trivia questions. So <laughs> a two-part two question i feel like i need to like i feel like we should have just started this with that because i want to keep talking about that and now we've spent hours of our lives and i have no resolution <laughs> right okay so i asked you a two-part trivia question uh, at i have the no end idea of last what the episode. answer to those are and um, do you dear listeners because i don't i need some more antacid and so in the continuity of the batman sunday comic strips two-face is not a district attorney before he becomes a criminal what profession does he hold instead? A puppeteer. Uh, he is ben a says professional a bowler. He is, in fact, neither of those. Well, that's bullshit. Darn it! He was both, because it's Two-Face. He is an actor. I was very close. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was not. I actually might have known that at one point. He was an actor? Why are you shocked? Well, Two-Face, that makes sense. Yeah. The What is that? The drama masks or whatever? The, oh, yes. Yeah. Tragedy and comedy. Okay. And if you guys want to think on that same thread, right, you yeah. might be able to solve oh, the yeah, mystery yeah. of the second What's question. The second question, Jake? So part two of that question was, in the Sunday comic strips, what is Two-Face's real name? I'll uh, give you a hint. It still starts with The Harvey. Clock Killer. It's not Harvey the Clock Killer. Oh, it God starts with Harvey? It. It's still Harvey. Oh. It's his last name. It's not Dent any longer. It's oh, uh, theatrical. Harvey. Wallbanger? Uh, Harvey Theater Man. They make a reference to it in this book. Bullshit. I don't know that. I didn't read it. Harvey I'm kidding. Holiday. I did. No. Oh, that's cute. It's Precious. Harvey Apollo. Oh. Because Apollo uh, was the two Oh. Uh, She's uh, like, you're perfect to me, Harvey. You're my golden boy. Um, All right. So Aaron. we have started to end every episode with a special segment uh, hosted by Aaron. So what did we learn in this last four and a half hours? We <laughs> <laughs> details we believe in gotham city oh that oh, was that was perfect really <laughs> that was yes really wheel of morality i believe, in, believe gotham in gotham city. city i believe in the sunshine of gotham which is i believe myself. it's gonna take me a long time to edit this i'm really glad i just have to show up and be funny and drunk um so anyways you can find us on the brotherhood of batman on most social media I know that I'm skipping ahead, but it's fine. Yeah, Brother of Batman, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail. Twitter is a different one. It's Brother HD Batman. Please tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. If you're like, they're so fucking dumb, they're so annoying, I would love that because I just. Please direct those comments to Ben and Jake. Yeah, I want that feedback at this point. It's so funny. And like, honestly, if you're listening and And you hate us, we'll read those out loud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, more power to you because. We're having a great time and we want to keep going. Like, we didn't think it would come this long. My goal was five episodes with you guys, and we have now made it to the 10th episode of book reviews i'm a fool because my goal was to get to timothy drake which was a far longer subscription than i meant to sign up for well, my goal which i think i have fulfilled was keeping these douchebags on track to actually get some shit done so all what? the, app- yeah, all the applause right. goes to you aaron you did all of it <laughs> the applause, applause, and so as we close out season one uh you have what's some stuff to look up? forward yeah. to in season two <gasps> what's coming up Thank you. We are going to uh, <laughs> see a change in the Batman mythos. Robin! <laughs> Robin. Robin. Got Wearing the- headphones directly tied to Ben's mic. Robin! <laughs> You're welcome. Gotham City, we've seen a change now. It is no longer run by the Mafia. The Mafia is Thank dead. God! It is Thank now, God! It is now run by the superhero. And maybe... <laughs> superhero or super villain? Super villain. Supervillain is now run by a supervillain, and maybe the Dark Knight can't be the lone soldier against that. Maybe he needs some sunshine. A sidekick. 
on a cloudy day. I guess we'll find out. But if you'd when like to read along with us. <laughs> You've got the month of May. Oh, uh, that's what, what happened in May. <laughs> yeah, what issue was that? What holiday that was Mother's May? Day. Uh, pearls. Goodbye. Thank you. See you later. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all your support. I really appreciate you guys coming back every episode. If you'd like to read along with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's coming next, Jake? There are two <laughs> books that you could read to uh, jump into season two with us. Uh, we are going to read Batman Snow. Snow. Hmm. And we are going to read <laughs> a, uh, three issues of The Legend of the Dark Knight, issues 21 through 23. I feel like we've read some Legends of the Dark Knight. That are called uh, Faith. Do these have Robin in them? Because you gotta have faith. Do these have Robin in them? If there's no Robin, I'm not coming back, bitch. Thanks for listening. I waited a whole damn season for some fucking dick. And if I'm not getting dick, Grayson, we I will ain't catch you back. in season two. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks a lot. Oats of plants, this city's way. I am the night.